0: On today's episode, the
1: best part about working from home, I would say is seeing my kids and my wife uh, when they first wake up, um, having my two-year-old run into the room screaming daddy.
0: Hello, everyone. My name is D. Watson Jr., and this is Your Local Bazaar. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you to this episode of the Your Local Bazaar Podcast, a place where communities come together. Here we discuss the big, the small, the who, the what, the when, the where, the how, the why, the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship, community, and this crazy thing we call politics. So you thought you wanted to do that work from home thing. So you went to your employer and you asked them, can I work from home? And they said no time and time again then along comes corona and bam you got your wish but wait a minute this work from home thing is not all it's cracked up to be we need to talk about this the baby is crying the kids are making noise playing video games the dog is barking my phone won't stop ringing the bed is constantly calling my name and wait a minute who broke the internet Don't worry guys, it's gonna be okay. A little tweaking here and there and we'll have this work from home thing all figured out. To be honest with you guys, I recorded most of the content for this episode not long after it was announced that the children would not be going back to school. But soon after that, things at my job got crazy busy and I never got around to finishing, finishing this episode. But that's okay. Because the information is still relevant, so whether you're just now starting the work from home thing, or you just need a refresher, here's all the tips and information you need to have a healthy and productive work from home lifestyle. So here's our game plan: we'll start off with a few tips on how to make working from home work for you. Then we'll take then we'll talk rather uh, with a few people who are experiencing this work from home lifestyle for the first time, and then we're going to end it with a work from home pro. So with that said, let's jump right into this episode. The coronavirus pandemic has forced a lot of people to do what they've always wanted to do, work from home. And although working from home has many advantages, if this is a new experience for you, the challenges can be daunting. So here are a few tips to help you ease into your new work from home environment. So first of all, You need to know what is expected of you and what you are expected to accomplish on a day-to-day basis. Will you simply mirror your normal day-to-day tasks and just do them from home? Or will your priorities change? My job is to monitor and ensure the on-time movement of certain high-profile shipments. But because of the coronavirus, all medical shipments take precedence and now are considered a must-move. So the same thing can be true with you. Whatever it is that you do, uh, some things will be pushed back, some things will be brought to the forefront, but just know what is expected of you. And next, do you have the same timeline and deadlines on the tasks that you used to have? Employees and management will both have to be flexible on this new work, work from home environment and will have to work to, together to establish new norms. It only takes a few seconds to ask my coworker in the next cubicle or down the hallway to close out a server so I can work on it. But in this new work from home environment, it it will probably take longer for me to find my coworker's number and give them a call and say, hey, close this file. They may not be available on instant messaging. They may be busy with the dog. They may be busy taking care of family members. So things are going to take a little bit longer, but we've got to work together to help establish communications. Um, We've got to work together to help establish communication and again, be flexible. Communication and flexibility are going to be the key to this new work from home environment. And they're going to be the key along with the determination to make this work. And just keep in mind, before we go on to the next point, keep in mind that uh, the increased distance is going to have an increase in communications time. It's just not going to be avoidable, but it's still doable. The other part of that um, was to know your situation. Um, you have to be cognizant of who is with you in your household and what their needs are and how their needs are going to affect you. Uh, your ability to accomplish your job. A single person, a single person living at home alone, has a lot fewer distractions than, say, a single parent with three children or someone trying to care for an elderly family member. Also, um, as far as knowing your situation, how much space do you have to establish a new work from home office or work from home station? Do you have all the equipment and supplies you need, a work computer? Do you have all the hardware you need, a printer, an extra monitor? What about software, office supplies, ink pens, pencils, um, highlighters, paper, etc.? Whatever you might need, make sure you have it available at home to start off to kick off your new workstation. The second tip to help you establish a healthy, productive work from home environment is to establish a designated area of operation okay that's me doing putting in a little military term in there but here's the deal set out create you a workspace um one of the many many challenges of working from home is managing the distractions establishing a designated workspace can help you mitigate some of the distractions so here are a few tips of or or possibilities of where you can set up a workstation you can set up in a corner of a room such as your living room the kitchen or a dining room okay just put up a desk does not have to be anything real fancy you know hey do like I did one time um, I had a table a monitor and a laptop and a printer and that was my work from home station okay that's it um, but some of you might have an extra bedroom uh, work in a walk-in closet That works too truth be told some of my best sounding recorded episodes are recorded in my 16 year old daughter's walk-in closet now what a 16 year old needs with a walk-in closet i don't know but that's a story for another day that would be a good idea a good starting point what will you need in your workspace okay uh you need good lighting make sure your wi-fi connection is good Uh, you also need plenty of outlets or If you don't have an outlet use a surge protector so you can plug several things in into one outlet at a time and of course access to the coffee okay before I give you the next point I want to insert an interview that I did with a young man who uh, is fairly new at his job and like many of us he got thrust into this work from home situation Uh, so let's talk real quick with uh, mr. Janelle Baker okay we're on the phone with Janelle Baker how are you doing today sir
1: I'm doing pretty good about yourself.
0: I am outstanding. Uh, If you would introduce yourself to my audience and tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Okay. Uh, Hi, my name is Janelle Baker. Um, I am an in-flight control agent for a large expediting company. Um, We ship uh, large shipments all across the world for different businesses.
0: And how long have you been working from home?
1: Um, I currently been working from home. I say past month and a half, going on two months.
0: Okay, is this your first time doing so? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, now that you're working from home, how has your job changed, and have and how have your responsibilities changed?
1: Okay, so uh, I'll say since working from home, um, I have been picking up a lot of overtime. <laughs> okay. Um, normally, I will work on a, a team what we call as uh, Air Expedite Corps. Um, that team handles uh, any domestic or international non-temperature control shipments. Um, however, due to the pandemic, I have been switched over to another team uh, that specialized in shipments coming internationally into the U.S. or they can be going internationally from country to country. Um, however, that team, they normally handle, I would say, no more than 100 shipments per day. However, due to the pandemic going on, that team has been handling anywhere between 500 to 700 shipments per day. Wow. Um, okay. How my responsibilities have changed, uh, for the most part, they really have not changed, I would say. Uh, I'm still pretty much doing the same thing that I would do in office. It's just, I would just say, more more shipments just on my plate to, to monitor at once.
0: Okay. And how do you manage uh this new working from home and family life
1: okay um well i have three boys i have a 11 month old a 2 year old boy as well as a 10 year old um the babies the babies they normally wake up anywhere between 7:30 and 8:30 a.m. um my wife will get them up uh, they'll come down to my man cave I, I'm actually have my office set up in my man cave So they'll come down here. um, They'll sit in the office with me for, say, 30 to 45 minutes or so. Just kind of talk, watch cartoons or see what it is that I'm doing. Then my wife will uh, get the babies together, take them into the kitchen, make them breakfast, as well as uh, she'll bring me in breakfast if she's up to making it that day. Um, Then after breakfast, she'll take the babies upstairs, uh, get their baths, then they'll come back down, sit back down here with me for another 30 to 45 minutes before it's time for them to take their nap. Um, my oldest on the other hand, they cancel school for the rest of the uh, year, so he normally sleeps in a little bit. We'll normally let him sleep in, I'll say till about 9, 9.30 at the latest. Then he has to get up to do his schoolwork. So I would allow him to come in to the man cave while I'm working. As long as he's quiet and he's Stand on task, getting done what he needs to get done. He'll normally just chill out of here with me for the remainder of the day.
0: So what has been the hardest adjustment for you to make in this transition from working in an office to working from home?
1: The hardest adjustment I would have to say is, one, the very first day that I started working from home, none of my systems were working. Uh, my phone didn't work for the full day. I had to pretty much work that full day with no phone, just via email, and that was pretty much it. Um, if there was nothing that I could answer via email, I was pretty much just sitting here. So I was, ner- it was nerve wracking because I didn't want to want team workers or managers to think, "Hey, Janelle's just sitting at home doing whatever it is he wants to do and not actually working." Um, another thing I would say that was very that's very hard for me. Well, it's not really hard, but I would say not having my teammates next to me to lean on if I needed to. Um, Just reach over and say, Hey, I have a quick question. Now I had to uh, send them an instant message. And as we know, they may not be at their desk right away or they may not see that message pop up right away. So it can go anywhere from a couple minutes to maybe even an hour before I even get a response back. Right. Um, Right. However, that seemed to get a little easier as the time has been going on.
0: Okay. So, how have you overcome? Uh, different challenges that have arisen since you've been working from home.
1: I'm sorry, could you say that one more time?
0: How have you overcome challenges that have arisen uh, while you're working from home?
1: Um, I was able to get my phone up and running uh, by the next morning. Um, also, like I said, I utilized the uh, what we have is a system called Microsoft Teams, so I use I utilized that heavily. Um, another thing that I did after that very first day of me working from home and going through the, uh, challenges that I went through. Mm -hmm. I immediately wrote down everything that I, that I, let me rephrase that. I I wrote down things that I knew that I need to have at home with me that were still in the office. So what I did was that very next, after I got off work that day, I clocked out, I went up to the office and literally got anything that I could think of that I could possibly would need to do my job. Um, I mean, that just seemed to help. Uh, Ever since then, I don't really have too many questions. If I do, I utilize the Microsoft Teams or I have supervisors that are just one phone call away.
0: Okay. So what is the best part about working from home?
1: The best part about working from home, I would say is seeing my kids and my wife uh, when they first wake up. Um. Having my two-year-old run into the room screaming, Daddy, Um, that's something that I haven't been able to really see because I normally work a 6 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. shift. So I'm not here to help get the kids ready for school. Um, Not here to ask my wife, hey, good morning. How did you sleep? Things of that nature. So interacting with my kids and my wife when they first wake up.
0: Okay. And so what advice would you have uh, for people that are just now starting to work from home?
1: Um, Go about your day as if you would normally go about it as if you're leaving the house. You know, uh, I know you may just be a couple steps away from the computer, but still get up at that normal time that you'll get up as you're leaving to go into the office. Wake up, do whatever it is that you do. Take your shower, brush your teeth, go downstairs, have some breakfast, a cup of coffee. Just stay in that normal stage that you normally would be in as if you're going to the office. Yes. Don't try to get too comfortable.
0: Yeah, so kind of keep your routine. Out.
1: Correct, correct.
0: Okay. All right, man. I appreciate you taking this time to talk to us today. Uh, I will be checking in with you later on as this continues to see how things are working out for you. Okay, man?
1: Okay. Hey, that'll work, and I appreciate the offer.
0: All right, man. Take care.
1: Hey, no problem. Have a good
0: one. Right, You too. Bye. All right. We want to thank... Uh, Janelle for taking time out of his schedule to share with us his work from home experience. Now, before we go into the next interview, let's do a quick review and then I'm going to give you a few more points. Remember, the first one was to know your situation and understand your mission. The second point, establish a designated work area. The third point I want to give you is make a schedule. This is so important. You know, schedules are wonderful. They help us to remember where we're supposed to be and when we're supposed to be there. If you're gonna do old school version, make sure you keep it visible and handy. And if you're gonna keep it, and if you decide to incorporate an electronic device like a phone or, or iPad or something, make sure you give yourself about 10 or 15 minutes head start on your next appointment. So you can give yourself a mental break. Now this is your first time working from home and using a schedule make sure you use our keyword, which is to remain flexible. Okay. I want to warn you, warn you about saying this is my schedule and I'm sticking to it no matter what, you know, you might be able to do that, but you probably won't, but other people might not, you know, an eight o'clock conference call is good when the children are in school, but now they're home with us, If you have young children that are used to eating breakfast at school or preschool at 8.30 or nine o'clock, that 8.30, that eight o'clock conference call might get interrupted with someone talking about Feed Me Seymour, okay? They don't really care about what you got going on. The next thing I wanna talk about is schedule mental breaks. Now, working from home might prove to be a little more mentally challenging than working from an office. Just to stay focused so you might want to schedule mental breaks in there a good friend of mine or Carr, who is a success coach recommends using that 45 15 schedule so what what he does he works for 45 minutes then he takes a 15 minute break on that 15 minute break uh you rest your eyes you stretch check on the children get your cup of water or or another cup of coffee check on the dinner that's in the crock pot you know get your bite to eat or use the restroom, do whatever you need to do to give yourself a mental break from the task at hand, but then go right back to it and jump right into it. Now, I wanna warn you, all my gaming friends, you must resist the dark side of the force. Don't do it, don't do it. All I gotta say is, you cannot get your game fixed on in 15 minutes or less. Trust me, so don't even try it. along with making a schedule um do it make a to-do list okay incorporate a to-do list with your schedule a to-do list is a quick and easy way to monitor monitor your productivity throughout the day and to make sure you're staying on track to meet any deadlines you might have but be careful don't overload your to-do list don't do like i do sometimes think you're gonna be superman and put 20 things on, on your to-do list, it's probably not gonna happen. And don't be surprised if sometimes you make a to-do list with 10 things on it and you get 17 things done that day but only three of them were on your to-do list. Yeah, that's gonna happen sometimes. And that usually means uh, you left something off or you forgot something that was already, already you forgot something that should have been on your to-do list, okay? So be again, be forgiving and be flexible. Number four, communicate. Let people in your circle know what is going on. Tell your children, tell your spouse, tell your significant other, tell your parents. Yes, I am at home, but I have work to do. I I will make time for you, but I have to get my work done. Okay. You are working from home. Do not let friends and family have you running errands for them when you should be And I quote at work now with the coronavirus and the quarantine going on, that might not be a big problem. But at some point in time, we're going to move beyond this. And you might have the opportunity to still work from home. So remember, stay focused, communicate to friends and let them know, hey, I got to work. Now, communication goes both ways. Now, just like your employer and your leadership should be letting you know what you have to do. When things change for you, make sure you let them know on the front end that hey, this I know we agreed to this, and this is what I've been doing. However, I have this change that is taking place in my life, and can we readjust the schedule some? Okay, it's better to let people know about things like this on the front end than on the back end. Oh, and, and before we leave communication, I want to go back to um this thing about running errands for friends and family. Okay. Don't feel bad about saying no, this is your job and your livelihood we're talking about. So if you have to tell them no, just tell them no. If they love you, they'll get over it and they will understand. Now, number five, put on your game face. Now working from home is great, but working from home has can be a mental battle. It is so easy to get caught up in distractions at, of home. No one is looking over your shoulder. The TV is nearby and the bed is even closer. But one way to win the middle game, one way to win this mental game is to dress for success. Get up, get dressed as though you were going to work. Put on your shirt and tie and get busy. Fight the urge to be too casual and to get too comfortable. Janelle talked about this a little bit when he was when he spoke to us earlier. Once you get too comfortable, you start to lose your edge, and that is a definite no-no. All right? I got one more point I want to give you guys, but before I do that, I want us to listen to what Jacquel has to say about her work from home experience. Hello, Jacquel. How are you today?
2: I'm well. How are you this morning? I am
0: outstanding, ma'am. Good. So Good. if you would introduce okay. yourself uh, to my audience and tell us a little bit about you and what it is that you do.
2: Uh, My name is Jaquell Rogers. I am a Memphian. I've lived here pretty much my whole life. And I've been in education for over 20 years. I work for an organization called Green Dot Public Schools. We are a charter management organization. uh, And we we run schools um, who have been historically in the bottom five percent in academic performance and so we call them transformation schools we have four uh transformation schools fairly high school hillcrest high school wooddale middle and kirby middle school but we have one independent charter bluff city high school which is currently 9 through 11 and next year will be fully uh evolved into a nine twelve high school So for Green Dot Public Schools, I am the director of community engagement and communications, which means that 90% of my job has everything to do with being out and about in the community and one-on-one and group engagement.
0: So how have your responsibilities? Well, first of all, how long have you been working from home?
2: So I've been working from home since the Friday before... Uh, spring break Shelby County as you know Shelby County closed schools Uh, they sent out a message that Thursday that schools would be closing uh, beginning the the Friday the next day and so because we follow Shelby County's calendar and follow their schedule we also closed down uh, due to uh, just concern over the coronavirus
0: okay and so how have your responsibilities changed since you've been home?
2: Well, so or of how, course. Has it, or, <laughs> or how has being at
0: working from home affected how you do your job?
2: So, like I said, primarily my role with the organization is community engagement. and A lot of that is student recruitment. So generally, this time of year is really a busy time for us. Because we're door knocking, we are getting out in the community, we are really trying to uh, recruit students for the next, new students for the next school year, and uh, I am responsible for that. So I would generally uh, take care of all of our marketing uh, via whether that's social media, uh, mailers, billboards, all of those kinds of things fall into my realm of responsibility. Uh, But I'm also very active in going to visit other schools and dropping things off for them and inviting students to come for tours. So, of course, all of that has been pushed to the side. So we've had to really figure out how do we heighten our engagement especially on social media and through mailers because even billboards right now aren't what you think of when you're thinking about marketing just because there aren't as many people on the road especially parents with school-aged children many of them are at home with their students so i've had to really think through um Making sure schools are continuously posting things. We have very active Facebook pages, uh, making sure that uh, each day, even during spring break, before we were officially on coronacation, as my son calls it, (laughs) uh, um, even then making sure that we were posting things that kept students engaged and active. So I've really had to think through what does engagement look like? Um, And that definitely means spending a lot of time on social media, which isn't something I've always done. And um, one of the other things we've done to really stay engaged and stay connected with the community is to uh, figure out resources for our families. So we, um, We support students who are in underserved communities, so that means they're already maybe struggling or having some needs that aren't always met. So that has moved also to the forefront of the work that I do, because I'm always trying to figure out, okay, where is there a food pantry? Who's offering support financially? Uh, What do we need to do as far as um, people's MLGW bills and things of that nature, making sure that there is constant communication with our families to make sure that they're getting everything they need. Uh, one of the things I did, we currently have a partnership with the Mid-South Food Bank, um, but even that has taken on a different meaning during this time of um being at home constantly, having to feed children more. So uh, a few weeks ago, all of our schools held food distributions through the Mid-South Food Bank. And we were able to feed over 1,200 families through the uh, Mid-South Food Bank and our partnership with them. So um, even families that aren't a part of our school. So it is working from home for me has just shifted my focus to be even more community minded and trying to figure out how to provide those resources that our families really need.
0: That sounds like a lot, but so how do you manage as a mother of a teenager and a wife? How do you manage your uh, family responsibilities with your job responsibilities?
2: So one of the things very fortunate for my family and um, through all of this is, so teaching from home was not an issue for neither my husband nor myself because we're both in education. Um, so we didn't have all of the means about being a a, a, a teach from home parent, you know, these new, that whole thing, because that really was an issue for us. Um we basically, my husband, I'm, I'm in one room, he's in the other room because he also has to be available for his work um, via Skype or however they're communicating. We, we use Microsoft Teams. So we have definite hours where we're like on conference calls and things of that nature. The difference, the shift I think for us is that it seems to never end where when we were working from our offices or he was at his in his classroom, the day ended, right? It started at nine eight thirty, nine o'clock, it ended at four or five o'clock, and then we went home and we may discuss work, but we weren't actually working. Now <laughs> both of us have noticed that it seems that we're always working on something because there it, it's very difficult to create a boundary. I don't know why it is so different, but it has become very difficult to create that boundary between working and being off. So um, I think that that for us over the next couple of weeks, uh, really trying to figure out how to uh, create a different type of work life balance uh, mm-hmm. will mean, um, will really be something that we're going to have to think through and figure out how that works for both of us.
0: Mm-hmm. So, is that the hardest adjustment you have?
2: So, I think that's the hardest adjustment. Um, <laughs> my husband tells me I'm a bit of a social butterfly. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, uh, not really being able to be in a work environment. I feel a lot more motivated when I'm in my work environment. And so, hmm, being at home, I want to watch television, which is something I normally don't do. Um, you know, being at home, I, there are a lot of things that I find myself distracted by that normally it isn't an issue for me because it isn't a part of my day so i i i really have to work on refocusing myself
1: uh-huh.
2: and making sure that i'm actually getting things done so that's that's i think the most difficult thing for me is not being in my normal work setting
0: okay um what are we cooking back there
2: What are we cooking today? (laughs) So we did, um, so like I said, we also cater. So that's our side gig. Uh, So we are doing rib roasts for us and for my friend. Uh, We did, we're doing um, macaroni and cheese for both of us. We're having cream spinach uh, I just took a butterfly leg of lamb off of the grill. Uh, we're having fresh green beans. Um, I named macaroni and cheese already. I'm about to mix up some um, cornbread and then I'm going to make the dough for peach cobbler because my son loves peach cobbler. Uh,
0: we are on our way over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so so that has been the other thing. Everybody's like, "What are y'all cooking?" Because I know y'all are cooking. What are y'all cooking today? So we cook. We cook every day anyway. So that wasn't a a big shift for us because we that that's our lifestyle. We cook most of the time. Though my husband, I knew things were getting very serious when my husband didn't want to go out because he loves, we go out every Friday is date night. Mm -hmm. And when he didn't want to go out, he wanted to stay at home. I knew this was serious. Okay. So that's been a big shift for us too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just being here at home all the time.
0: So one last question before we go. Okay. And that is, what is the best part about working from home for you?
2: The best part about working from home, I think, um, hanging out with, hanging out with my husband and my son and my mom lives with us. Um, just being here, just being here together. Like I don't, you know, people are like, oh, I dread being at home with my family. I don't dread that. And so, you know, just, you know, we're playing board games every night. My husband and I, before we go to bed, we play Yahtzee. Um, just really connecting with my family um, hasn't been bad for me. And so another thing I have to mention is my mom had surgery. And at first, I, I you know, I was like, oh, this isn't a good time. But this really has been a good time because. There's all now we're always here, someone is always here. Uh, you know, I'm able to fix her breakfast every morning and make sure that she's eating during the day, and just uh, being able to do that without having to take off from work. So that has been uh, a kind of a blessing,
0: cool I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me this morning for this interview. I'm not going to hold well, you well. I, I appreciate
2: any longer. you asking.
0: All right, everyone. I hope you're starting to see how all these points can come together to help make your work from home experience a positive thing. You know, brother Baker on the first interview hit two points when he said one, he had to go back to his office and get some supplies that he needed to work from home. And then he also said, get your game face on, prepare yourself for work each day, just like you would if you were going to work to keep yourself mentally engaged. And then Jacqueline on the last one, she hit a point that we're about to talk about now. Okay, you remember she said her and her husband found out, seemed that their days were starting to get longer and longer and longer, and they were having problems shutting off. Well, point number six is at the end of the day, go home. What do you mean go home? We are already working from home. I mean, go home. Disconnect from the workstation, cover it up if you need to, close the door on your, office. Get away from the work environment. Turn the office, I mean, turn your work phone off and disengage from work. And at the end of the day, let me advise you, don't fall for that trick. I just need five more minutes. Don't go down that rabbit hole because five minutes will turn into two hours before you know it. Let me give you an example. It's 4.58 and you said that your cutoff time was going to be five o'clock. But is that one little task that you did not get a chance to finish that you wanna go back and finish now? So let me go ahead and knock this out real quick. It only take a few minutes. So that, that five minute task turns into 10 minutes and then you realize it's something else you didn't do. So you go back and do that. So now that's another 20 minutes. And then you say, you know what? Let me go ahead and knock this out so I won't have to do it tomorrow morning and then I can sleep in late. And the next thing you know, it's two and a half hours later. And as you stand up you take that big stretch, you like, what did I smell? Something's burning. And as you dash out the door and go around the corner, you're like, oh, what did I just step in? As you hop around on one foot, you see your dog sitting there looking up at you with those sad puppy dog eyes, almost trying to say, I tried to hold it in, but but you didn't come take me out. And like, ooh, this damn dog. And then you hop into the kitchen, you know, with that little funny little limp, because whatever this is you got on your foot, you don't want to spread it through the house. So you're trying to limp and get to, the, and get to the kitchen and turn the oven off, and you turn the oven off, and then you open up the windows, you turn on the ceiling fan to let the smoke out. And then you start to wonder, hmm, I wonder how much of this coronavirus Am I letting into my house as I try to get this smoke out? And then all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, the children sure have been quiet for a mighty long time. As any parent would tell you, if the children have been quiet for a long time, you might want to go see what they're doing because they're probably up to no good. So now you quickly prance down the hallway to see what's going on and you open the door and you look in the floor and your heart sinks to your stomach because now guess what? The children are sitting in the floor, licking on light bulbs like they're ice cream cones because they're hungry. And what are you gonna do? You have no idea because dinner is in the oven burning up. And all this started off because you needed just five more minutes. So let me tell you again, (laughs) don't fall for that trick of just five more minutes at the end of the day. All right, now I wanna end this with a positive note we're gonna hear from a good friend of mine, Ms. Sarah Lane. She's been working for home for a couple of years now, and I guess you could say she's somewhat of an expert, okay? So let's see what we can learn from Sarah's work from home experience. Hello, Sarah, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing well, how about yourself?
0: I am outstanding. If you would please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do.
3: Absolutely, thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Sarah, and I am a logistics agent for a large transportation company. Um, Part of my job is to schedule, track, and um, monitor and oversee uh, specialized shipments, high-profile shipments all over the world.
0: And how long have you been working from home?
3: I've been working from home for about two and a half years now. Oh, so you're a pro. Uh, I wouldn't say pro, but I am settling in. <laughs>
0: okay. So now that so many of your coworkers are now working from home as well, how has that changed your focus or what you do on your job?
3: It has made a, a pretty substantial impact, I would say. Um, in my particular position, I am here in Tennessee, of course. but My home office is out of state Um, So I was really kind of the the beta test about two and a half years ago to start this work from home process. And I will tell you, um, I have encountered many challenges with it. Um, And so now with the um, COVID crisis going on, uh, many of my coworkers are getting to experience firsthand some of those issues or complications uh, that I have also encountered. Uh, Likewise, they have also been able to have the, uh, advantages that I've had as well, uh, which would be the flexibility of, of getting to work from home. And of course, job security, uh, being in my location away from, you know, my home office.
0: As a wife and a mother of four, how do you balance family life and working from home?
3: Oh, that's a, a great question because I will tell you, um, It may seem like an understatement, but having a physical separation truly helps me. So I have um, my work from home office, which is separate in my house. And I, uh, when I'm done working, I simply close my door and I keep work at work and then I'm, you know, out with the family. Um, But having that physical separation really does help. Um, another key thing is to have a schedule and make sure everybody's on board so my uh, family knows when I'm accessible and if I'm at work, how can they reach me? I usually tell them to, to send me a text or, you know, politely knock on my door. Um, but, but having that separation and schedule and making sure everybody is on the same page helps tremendously.
0: So what was the hardest part from for you going from an office environment to a work-from-home environment?
3: The hardest part about work-from-home truly is um, not having the camaraderie you would with your uh, coworkers. Uh, from day to day, you experience different things, a conversation, and just building a rapport and, and relationship with them, and you, you don't really have that because it's just you. Um, the other thing I will say is the IP issues um, and, and I think this would be across the board. Just get, getting getting able to work through the kinks of work from home and as far as like what expectations are, having you know security programs up to date on your computer, those kind of things uh, really has been uh, a challenge.
0: So how did you overcome those challenges? and about how long did it take?
3: Oh, it's a working progress. So that some of the challenges as far as like IT issues, um, we still experience, but you know, it's a, a pain point that you just kind of grow with. Um, I would say I definitely have been able to practice my patience and, um, okay. experiencing these kind of things. Um, and then the other thing as far as, you know, not having either camaraderie or, or closeness with my teammates uh, instant messaging is a huge um is a huge deal you know we can do so much with the instant message program that our company has now so we can uh video chat or call through our instant message so now i feel like it has gotten a lot better because we're able to connect in in various ways Mm
0: -hmm. do you have a work from home nightmare that you can share with us
3: Sure. I think I I could, uh, you know, come up with several. But the one thing I think that's most prevalent now is with the um, COVID-19 that's going on. um, Our company, we were very fortunate to open up the work from home across the board. So everybody in our company has work from home access. And when that happened, it was not something that was prepared for. So it was kind of like, you know, you just go with the curves. And when that happened, because I was one of the uh, first work-from-home agents, I had felt like I literally took a job, you know, as a part-time IT <laughs> person because I was getting all kinds of uh, questions and inquiries um, for various issues that I had. And it was very distracting because it would take me away from my regular responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So having that initial push-out of, you know, a a huge group of people working from home uh, really did cause a lot of pressure and and stress on me. So, you know, I just kind of had to work through that and set some boundaries. But um, I think we've kind of managed it a little bit better now, and and I keep the the actual number to IT handy. (laughs) So. but yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, it was initially a nightmare, but like I said, we're working through it.
0: Okay. And finally, uh, what advice do you have for someone that is just now starting to work from home?
3: My uh, biggest piece of advice would be to keep an open mind and be flexible. You have to keep an open mind in that you're going to encounter different things day to day. You may encounter IT issues or people issues or project issues, but keeping an open mind allows you to have perspective and also helps you maintain your flexibility to consider uh, different ways of doing things. Um, Many companies are experiencing this now where um, work from home was not an option, and now they're seeing, oh, this is possible. We can do this. Um, So I think it really took um, people thinking outside of the box and having that flexibility. And that is absolutely essential from work from home because it is something that you um, that requires a lot of responsibility, but also it would require somebody who's independent and is you know willing to think outside the box.
0: Well, Sarah, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule for this interview. I'm not gonna hold you any longer that you go ahead and get back to work. And again, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, that's it for this episode. Like I said earlier, I wanted to save Sarah's interview for last because she's been working from home for a while now. And I hope that her story will give you guys hope that no matter how bad it looks now, working from home can work for you. Just follow these six steps. Number one, know your situation, understand your mission. Number two, establish a designated work area. Number three, make a schedule and include a to-do list. Number four, communicate with everyone involved. Number five, put on your game face. Get up and go to work like you're getting up and going to work. And six, at the end of the day, go home. I would like to say thank you to Janelle, Jacqueline and Sarah for taking time out of their busy, hectic work from home environment to do this interview. But I'd also like to thank you the listener for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know your time is valuable and I'm honored that you decided to stop by and spend some of it with me. Our theme song Ever Felt Part 1 2 is by Otis McDonald. You can find out more about Otis McDonald at otismacmusic.com. Well, that's all I have for now. So until next week, remember, as always, wherever you are, wherever you go, shop small, shop local 365. Attention! Dismissed.